Hello, and welcome to the podcast series, Life as a Coder. I'm Jennifer McNamara. Today is Monday, February 8th, 2021. We hope you're having a fabulous Monday. It's a little cold where I am here in Arkansas. I, I don't know what the weather's like where you are, but it's February, right? Uh, so hopefully you're not staying too uh, cold out there. Uh, we hope that this new season, season two, will be a great uh, addition for you. Uh, we really want to help you as a coder. And that's why our, our podcast series, Life as a Coder, uh, is designed to help you. What challenges do you face in your life as a coder? What issues are you facing in your specialty? We know 2021 has hit us pretty hard with some, some very significant changes in the world of evaluation and management. So what we'd like to do for our first episode here is talk about MDM, data navigation. So we understand that second uh, section of the new table uh, has gotten our heads spinning, right? It has our providers asking so many questions. So we're going to take a few minutes, just a brief overview of this element. And I'm going to pick on the fours. I'm going to pick on 99204 and 14. Seems to be the most common level that providers are shooting for, uh, as I've seen in, in my uh, work in the E&M field in 2021. So as you notice, uh, with most of these, you have categories now. So you can choose. For level four, you only need one of the three categories. But again, if you're going to choose category one, they do give you an option. Uh, you do have to meet a certain amount of them to use that category. So when they ask for uh, the first option there, it says three of the following, a review of prior external notes from each unique source. So of course it says external, unique source. Uh, so external meaning maybe somewhere else, another provider, uh, the patient's coming in, they're bringing their records and you're gonna review uh, those records, the external notes uh, from a unique source and, and another provider. Or you're going to review the results of a unique test, or you're going to order a unique test. Remember the guidelines state uh, specifically that ordering a test is included in the category of test results, and the review of the test result is part of the encounter and not a subsequent encounter. This was a blow to a lot of physicians, wasn't it, who were used to counting the review and the order uh, simultaneously or depending if it was a, a medicine section code or if it was a radiology section code, a lab. And so this is a quite a change. Uh, but we want to make sure we understand when it comes to uh, this unique test, they give us an example of a lab code 80047 in our guidelines, which is a basic metabolic panel. And so this will include multiple tests, right? Uh, but according to CPT, it is identified by one CPT code, and so it would be considered a unique test. So anything identified by a single CPT code is a unique test, no matter how many individual tests are part of that code. So when it comes to results, I know a lot of our providers, especially of mine in the ortho world, uh, they may bring a patient back at a following visit to review the results of an MRI. A lot of times they need us to order a CT or an MRI to uh, further diagnose the patient. So they have to order that and then they have to bring them back, right, to review the results. And so since uh, that is part of that original visit, that order, we're not going to be able to capture that review in that section of the data in the E&M since we already counted it towards the order in our previous visit. So we want to be sure the providers get credit for that, don't we? 
Now, don't forget, in 2021, we have the option of choosing time for our providers. They can choose to bill by time or by MDM. So if MDM is really not getting it for them and they really want to really capture that time that they've spent, go ahead and have them bill by time and just calculate what's the better option for them if they've spent more time uh, and that's going to get them the level four or maybe the three is what they would have got with the MDM. You got to decide and maybe query your physician if you're having trouble understanding um, some of their documentation. Um, help them improve their documentation. Be very specific. Uh, look over those guidelines. They're very specific as to uh, what is included in the time. And we're going to discuss the time aspect in a later podcast. So watch out for that. And I don't know if many of you have reached out to my fellow colleagues who have some amazing podcasts on these topics. So I want to give a shout out to Codecast by Terry Fletcher. If you haven't had a chance to view her podcast, uh, listen to her. She is an amazing podcaster that I learn from every day. So check out her podcast. She has some great um, information on uh, all areas of the new 2021 guidelines. Uh, and of course, we uh, are offering our ENM uh, course uh, to all that are interested. It's a course designed by the AMA. They've given us a lot of excellent tools um, and resources to help you understand these elements. So category two, let's talk about that, independent interpretation of tests. So according to our, of course, our definition, um, we are looking at an independent interpretation. So something that they have interpreted is, and it says not separately reportable. So if you order a test that day and you're interpreting those results, a lot of times you order an x-ray in the office, you perform it in the office and you course document the results that you see that's not considered independent interpretation because you are getting paid right for that test that day it's on your claim form uh, but if you actually have a patient uh, bring in an MRI bring in a CT from somewhere else you didn't order it you're just interpreting it yourself you're providing your own independent interpretation of that test then of course you get to count this for category two because you're not getting paid for it separately in your test of your x-ray code or your lab code. And then category three, discussion of management or test interpretation. So when it comes to this element, uh, this category recognizes uh, the work that's performed by a physician or QHP when they discuss external um, uh, information with another provider outside their group. And so as the definition states, uh, an external physician or other QHP one who is not in the same group practice or is of a different specialty or subspecialty. The individual may also be a facility or organizational provider, such as from a hospital, nursing facility, or home health care agency. So understanding those definitions is very key, isn't it? It also mentions the term appropriate source. So when it says appropriate source, this would include professionals who are not healthcare professionals, but may be involved in the evaluation of a patient's problem. That could be a caseworker, a lawyer, uh, someone who is, uh, is involved in their care, especially for work comp cases, the caseworker will accompany them most likely. But it does not include discussion with family or information or caregivers. That's a different uh, information there. So when we understand these different data elements, it helps us to put it into perspective. Now, I know there have been so many different uh, situations that come up, uh, but once we really grasp this data element and we learn 
how to interpret it, um, it's going to be so much better. So if we can just educate our providers and let them see that uh, we have a good grasp on these new guidelines, help them to just see the patient, tell them what to document, give them documentation tips, um, don't help let them be overwhelmed by this new uh educational um, component um, of ENM. It's really a, a great thing that's happening. Uh, it's really going to make medical necessity so much more clear, uh, not, not only for um, the provider, but the insurance company and the coders as well. Uh, I feel that it's going to be a great thing for us once we can wrap our head around all these elements, right? MDM has always been the driving force behind the ENM code, or it should be, right? Because it's where the medical necessity lies. And so the history and the exam are all important components. And as we've talked about previously in other podcasts, our providers still have to document those things. They still have to give you a medically appropriate history and exam, because how could they come up with a, a medically necessary uh, decision-making without doing a medically appropriate history and exam? It's not possible. We have to have those items. But again, we want to understand these three elements. And remember, with MDM, you have to have two of the three. So you have to have something from the data or something from risk, something from risk or something from the um, problems or something from problems and something from data. So as long as you have a two in there, you can level your code. Now, I know a lot of you are interested in seeing this visually, your visual learners, not just audio, auditory learners. So our podcasts are great for auditory learners, but if you really want to get down and you want to learn visually, uh, I really encourage you to take our course. And of course, we do offer several items um, on ENM coming up in our subscription service for our monthly webinars in 2021. So I encourage you to join us for, for our March session that will be on how to audit a chart in 2021. So I encourage you to join us for that. You can find that uh, our webinar subscription at www.ozarkcodingllc.com. And the link will be in the podcast for you to click on. And everyone who joins uh, that podcast will get 10% off uh, the AMA version of the ENM Compendium Office uh, Visit uh, Manual for 2021. It's a great, great uh, manual. Uh, and you get 20% off free shipping. We offer that to all of our members who take our March webinar or who buy our subscription uh, for the year. We encourage you to reach out to us with any uh, questions or any suggestions for future podcasts. So this has been Ozark Coding Alliance with our Life as a Coder podcast series, episode one. Have a wonderful Monday and have a great week. Project Resume can make your medical coding dreams come true. From resumes to interview skills to navigating a successful career, Project Resume has the advice you need from coders you can trust. See all that we have to offer at projectresume.net. Be sure to reference this podcast when you place your order.